Hey Mavens, and welcome to the Beauty Mavens podcast. We are so excited to chat with today's guest. She has so much knowledge to share with us and is the most helpful person we know. If you like what you hear in today's episode, and we know you will, make sure you leave us a five-star review and don't forget to subscribe. If you leave a review, add your Instagram handle, or if you've already left us a review and didn't add your handle, just DM us a screenshot because we're picking a few winners each week to send some fun prizes to. Also, our Facebook group, you guys, it's so fun. We have listeners from all over in there, and we ask a question each week, and all you have to do is answer it, and then it's a giveaway. So we pick one winner to send a fun prize to. So just go to facebook.com forward slash beauty mavens podcast and then request to join welcome to the beauty mavens podcast Kristen and madison are creating a space where the beauty obsessed can feel empowered to dream big and achieve their goals it's awesome interviewing other mavens in the beauty industry to discover their secrets to success and how they got to be the expert that they are brought to you by a sister duo of estheticians and entrepreneurs here's your hosts Kristen dialeveda and madison annis Today's guest is literally the hardest working person I know, an eight-year licensed cosmetologist and two-year licensed master esthetician. She's the freelance educator for Glymed Skincare, Precip Brows National Educator, and Training Concierge. Ooh, that sounds fancy. Yes, isn't it? Um, Besides being a freaking boss babe 24-7, she is a huge supporter of the arts, an activist for women's rights, and often volunteers her time to Utah Mama Latina although she is not a mom yet. She does small event coordination and loves volunteering her services behind the scenes at fashion shoots whenever she can. I'm just trying to figure out how she fits all of this into her life. I'm very impressed. This is Alma Marisol. Perfect. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, I know. This is so fun. You do a lot. So how did you get into all this? Tell me your story. Okay, so I am a behind-the-scenes babe. I have loved working behind the scenes and collaborating with different artists from different backgrounds of different, you know, anything from photography to makeup, hair, fashion shoots, all aspects of the beauty industry, um, event coordinating, um, the Utah Mama Latina Connect. Um, you say that way, way prettier than I did. No, that's okay. <laughs> um, I've been blessed to be able to help them with different things as well. I think from being a behind-the-scenes babe, I've really kind of um, gotten to learn a lot of different aspects of the beauty industry and apply them to my work ethic and my style of work moving forward. I've been super fortunate to kind of nourish relationships as well with a lot of different people in our industry and in the arts industry that kind of have tied it all together for me in regards to how I do what I do. Yeah. But it's been a, it's been an adventure. It definitely has. Yeah, you've done a lot. It's not crazy. (laughs) I feel like you have your hands in so many different things. A little bit. Sometimes it feels like that, but that's okay. So I'm sure everyone listening is just as curious as I am about all the education that you're doing. So how did you get into being an educator? Okay, so my journey into education was kind of an interesting one. I went to school. I moved back to Mexico because I wanted to learn about my mom's upbringing. I was born there, but I moved to the States at a really young age. So I ended up moving down there and trying to take cosmetology school down there because it was cheaper. Mm -hmm. And then finding out that nothing transferred back. If it's not a university, nothing will transfer to the States. So trade schools don't work out that way. So I ended up coming back and I had kind of a negative experience with an educator who kind of almost detrimented my growth as an artist. I felt 
Like, I couldn't, I felt like I couldn't ask questions without feeling dumb. I felt like I couldn't um, give input or, like, my style was whack or, like, nothing, nothing fit, I guess. So I just was kind of feeling down about myself and I ended up transferring to Taylor Andrews Academy and I had a blessing of having the most amazing instructors there. And they really helped me nourish a different side of my creativity. And I think that's really where, like, my behind-the-scenes work started. Because they really pushed me to be creative in a different way that I didn't understand yet in regards to hair and makeup. And then being behind the scenes and kind of growing the ability to help wherever I was needed. Mm -hmm. Whether that was, like, holding lamp lights or getting food organized for everybody or picking models, doing the pre-shoots, sizing... I got to learn so many different things, and... You did that all while you were in school. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. You had those experiences. Yeah, so, and then moving forward, it kind of, it it fell into collaborating with different artists because I had that little bit of experience, Mm -hmm. and then moving forward, it kept growing and growing and growing. So, do you have any advice for someone who's wanting to do more than just clients each week? Like, someone who wants to work with other brands or companies as an educator or ambassador or just how to get involved with other companies? I think the most important thing to do is to reach out and volunteer your time. When you're starting out, I think it's easy for people to think that you... I mean, this is going to sound kind of interesting. Maybe this is a different perspective. Okay. (laughs) But I volunteered a lot of my time for free. Um, I did a lot of trade work. When you're building your portfolio, I would see more often than none artists who are charging a higher ticket when they were first starting get turned away or turned down. Um, I think it's really important to, when you begin, really collaborate, volunteer, get to know people, and then moving forward, give them your ticket price for the next shoot or the next event, the next collaborative opportunity. And I think that'll build a relationship of trust, respect, and, you know, a really network opportunity. Yeah, no, I love that. I think one way that we try to collaborate with brands is not just go at them. Like, they don't know who we are, and we just shoot them an email asking for whatever it is that we want to work with them or whatever. We try to get to know them first. We invest in them. We buy the product, or we take their training. Um, That's kind of how we got hooked up with you being here on the podcast is we took your training. We went to the retreat. We were able to actually have a relationship. relationship. So when I asked you onto the podcast, you were like, of course. Yeah. I think it's super important to build a relationship with whoever you're wanting to collaborate with and not kind of look at it as just a moment, but a future relationship for other collaborative projects as well. I think especially when you want to get into education or when you want to get into anything, any aspect really of the beauty industry, I think it's really important to understand that when you approach, and I think it is about your approach, you really need to reflect on your intention. Are you there to learn? Are you there to grow? Are you there to help? Like, what is your motive on being there? I think if you come from an aspect of like, oh, I just want to grow my Instagram following or blah, blah, people see through those things really, really quickly. Mm -hmm. But I think when you're genuine in regards to your growing, people want to invest in that. And I think it's super important to, like I said, do a trade work first and then offer your ticket prices next. And I think you establish a better relationship with someone moving forward. And then after that, that's where referrals come in. Oh, I I work with the beauty mavens. This is what they do. And this is what they charge. And you should work with them. And, you know, moving forward with with anyone, I think it's super important 
to kind of your intention, your why in your relationship, your relationship. Yeah. Growing that network. I think it's super important. And I love that. My dad and my mom always tell us it's not what you know, it's who you know. So make sure you have like really good relationships with these people. That's what's going to get you further in life. I think in the beauty industry that there's never been a saying that's more true. And, you know, I think when your intention is really, it's, is really coming from a place of growth of like wanting to gain knowledge or wanting to move your career forward. I think when you have a really positive intention, it shows through and that's when people really want to work with you and like grow with you. you. Yeah. Yeah, of course. I think especially in this industry, because it's, some people view it as very competitive, but instead of almost kind of like what Maddie said, it's abundance versus scarcity. scarcity mentality. Yeah. Yeah. So I think when you approach it in a different manner, you get responded in such a positive way. So I, that more times than none, I don't, I actually don't think I've ever been dur- turned down for collaborative work and then never had a paid project after. Oh, that's interesting. So it, you can definitely do yeah. it, but you, your approach has to be correct and your intent behind it has to be as well. Yeah, that's cool. So, and I know, I feel like that's something that you're, the company that you're working for with Precy is really pushing. Um, like, you guys always talk about raising the bar in the industry and making it more of a community. Do you want to kind of talk about that? Yeah, of course. When I met Alana Clausen, who is the owner of Precy Brows, I was kind of nervous. I, I didn't, I hadn't really gotten to know her very well. But after spending some time with her, I've never been, I've never had a a company where I've worked for where it's, it really comes from that mindset of like abundance. Like when you grow, I grow and vice versa. Um, When it comes to Precy and what we do in raising the bar in the industry, it, it comes from a lot of different aspects. We understand that women from all different types of walks of life are coming into the beauty industry or into our community, whether that be microblading lash or, you know, brow shaping and waxing, not lashing, we don't do lashes. Um, (laughs) But when it comes to to that aesthetic aspect, we want your business to grow. We want you to be successful. We want you to, if you start with a $15 wax, we want you to get to that $50 $50 ticket of wax. If mm-hmm. that's what you, that's what your goal is. We want you to be to, to, to accomplish all of your goals. For us, I think it's, it's, it comes from like a women empowerment view or like a, just an empowerment view. Cause we have a lot of guy microbladers that we love as well. And that's one thing that I love about working for Precy is that there's enough to go around and however we can support, whether that be an artist, a salon, um, or a group of women, we want to do that. We want to be a home base to be able to help you grow. Because I think for all of us at Precy, we came from previous jobs or employments or different aspects. And I don't speak for Alana, just for myself in this regards, but where we didn't feel like we could grow mm-hmm. or we, we didn't feel supported. And then that stunts it. Then what are you doing? Are you really enjoying your job? Are you really enjoying what you're telling other people you're enjoying? Like, where's the growth? So... When you come to a pre-seed training, we want to give you the tools to elevate your artistry, to be able to go back into your salon or into your business and see what you can change to do better and to to grow and to hopefully take your business to where you want to take it to. So it's super important for us that, you know, we're, we really are helping you grow no. as artists. And I've totally seen that working with you guys. Even just today, you came in and did like a spotlight of us on your story and asked us to talk about the summit, which is... I mean, we weren't expecting that. That's awesome. You did, like, a swipe up. Like, that 
really helps us out. Like, that's amazing. And, like, when through the trainings, like, you were very, like, answered everybody's question. I just have nothing but good things to say about Free no, Zebras. I love that. <laughs> and I think because we've come from trainings, too, all of us individually and had those experiences where, especially me, I felt I've had those experiences where I was kind of pushed to the side or, like, ignored or... Like, eh, she's not important. Yeah. Or her question's not that important, so we won't even answer that. That feeling of, like, ugh, but to me that was a question. Yeah. We don't ever want to make anyone feel like that. And we want to be able to support, because, I mean, when you guys are growing, I mean, I think that's a beautiful thing to be a part of. And I know that that's how Alana feels, too. We love watching your guys' stories and what you guys are doing and how you guys are growing as entrepreneurs and business owners. And I think that's a beautiful thing to to look back and be like, look at these two young girls handling this up in Salt Lake. They have this beautiful (laughs) space. Now they're doing a summit. Let's highlight their summit. You know, um, Janelle, who has Belissa Braubar, her her business too. Like, we, we love sending her referrals for something that we can't train on yet. And I mean, we, and we want to do that for anybody. Yeah. We think that there is so much more to go around and this industry is only going to be growing more in the next couple years. And we want to, we want to be a part of people's growth. Yeah, absolutely. I love that mentality around the beauty industry. It really, it really is such a fun community. And once you like switch mindsets, if you are that competitive nature, once you switch to being more of a community and collaborative, like. It's just so fun to be in the beauty industry and to make all these connections and to support each other. I think the only person you should ever be competitive with is yourself. Yeah. I Someone told me that a long, long time ago, and I didn't get it. Like, I was almost taken back by it. I was like, what do you mean competitive with myself? And they were like, yeah, try to beat you. Why are you focusing your energy on anyone else? And it's so true. Like, when you look, I, I think it's easy for anybody in the beauty industry to kind of fall into the oh, well, she has more clients than I do, or she has a higher following than I do, yeah. or whatever, right? Um, and when they told me that quote or that, that saying, to go home and I meditated it, I was like, I should be competing with myself um, and empowering others. I compete with myself, but I empower others. And I think that for me is like a huge takeaway and something that I live by. especially. And that's what I think has helped me be able to be so part of so many projects is that I'm not in competition with anybody. I, I want to support any babe. I want your pockets to grow as much as I want mine. I want, you know, your your business to grow and to flourish. I don't have a business or a salon, so you do. Let me send you clients. Like, yeah. I think that's such an awesome thing to be able to do for others. No, that's incredible. So I know in the last year you've kind of traveled more doing um, trainings and educating. So what's your favorite part about being able to travel for work? And then what are the not-so-glamorous parts about traveling and working? <laughs> okay, so up until this last yeah, last year, I did travel a lot. I traveled with Glymed, and I traveled with Precy. There, The unglamorous part is makeup wipes in the <laughs> airport and people butchering your name if there's, like, a seat change. <laughs> Definitely no legroom. I know that I snore, so that's unglamorous, but For I love... traveling with you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I snore, too. I, I always I give it. people a warning where I'm like, listen, just kind of move me. Me and Amber <laughs> have had to share rooms in bed so many times where I'm like, Amber, I'm really sorry. Just kind of move me and I'll stop <laughs> snoring. But the I think the the best part about it is, like, 
I, I get to meet so many babes from all across the country and it's so empowering to see that kind of like that fresh business mindset where you're wanting to grow and you want to elevate and you want to be inspired and you want to inspire when you go to these traveling events and these like seminars or these classes that's the feeling you get when you walk in these are businesswomen who are wanting to grow their revenue their clientele their artistry and it's the best feeling you can take from knowing that you're helping with that even if it's in the littlest way like to be able to give someone a helping hand is like the biggest, I don't know, for me is the biggest joy mm-hmm. and I love it. So I don't know. And traveling for me, like I don't ever want to stop. I think it's so much fun to be able to get to know people from different walks of life and, and see where they come from and where they're growing too, like where they're at and where they want to plan for in the future. And, and then just, and to see that come to fruition for me is like, whoa, she did it. Like she went and killed that. So I think that's awesome to be able to kind of watch that. But it's been awesome. I think you have such a unique perspective. It's all about, like, other... Everything you've said today is all about building up somebody else. Yeah. Well, I (laughs) I had so many hands when I was, like, struggling, when I didn't know, when... After the, kind of, like, the the negative experience that I had where I was... I was kind of almost told I couldn't do editorial work. And when I questioned it, they flat out said, you're probably not that good. And I was like but I can do something like help me do something or what can I do? And I kept trying to offer a service or trying to help volunteer and I was shut down every time. So I, when I, when moving forward, when I met other people and other collaborative artists who were like, yeah, come with, you can do it. Can you, can you try this? Can you try that? And then kind of let me explore Mm -hmm. my range of artistry in regards to makeup or hair or brows or, um, coordinating I've had the oddest jobs where I've had to coordinate (laughs) events and I'm like uh all right lists let me pull out a list or let's figure it out like little by little so and I had a lot of hands in helping me too so for me I want to be a helping hand and pushing someone else to grow or help someone else I think that's what we're meant to be doing here in life I really do I I really think it's nothing to do with us personally I think it's where we can help and take someone else too that's not weird. So inspiring. No, I love that. I feel like a geek sometimes, but <laughs> that's just how I feel. <laughs> no, I love that. And you make just everybody around you feel good. I, I hope bet. so. No, you totally do. So you were a cosmetologist for six years before you went back to go get your master aesthetics license. Is that mm-hmm. right? Correct. So what made you go back and do that? I had a really successful um, start in makeup and in hair. I did, my work was purely editorial. I never really wanted to be behind the chair, but even while I was in school, I was completely booked out. I would come into school on Saturdays and have like three or four hair clients in a chair, like processing, and then I'd go and do a cut. That's awesome. And I loved that, but I was like, I cannot be on my feet like this. <laughs> all day long, yeah. As soon as I would get home after school, I would just, I felt like my body took like a donkey kick to the heart. Like, I was like, <laughs> I can't do this. So, um, getting into the editorial work for me was a lot better, and I love that. I just forgot the question. Sorry, where was I going with that? <laughs> uh, why you decided to get your master's license after doing oh, okay, Cosmo yes. for six years. So, I couldn't do that, and then I had a lot of clients who I was doing hair and makeup for, for special events or even editorial work, who 
eventually started asking me for aesthetics, um, aesthetic work. Mm -hmm. And I have had a lot of people tell me I have good hands when I do massages or facials or like little things that I did in hair school, but it wasn't like anything that was often requested. Yeah. But then they would come back as that. And then after hair school, well, can you give me a facial or can you do a, a back treatment or can you do another pedicure? They wanted to stick with you as a client. Yeah. And they wanted to stick with me as a client and I couldn't offer them a service because I was like, that's out of my scope of practice. I don't do that or I don't have the space for it. So I, I eventually went back to school because my clientele was so insistent. (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, all right. And I don't, I mean, I love my clientele. I have a very unique clientele. But they love you. And they Sounds love me like and it. they follow me and they'll come up to my door on Sundays and be like, <laughs> I need your help. It's kind of been funny how that's happened. But so they, I went to aesthetic school. I even had someone who helped me pay for a part of it. Like, wow. It's, it's just, it's a service that was required and I didn't necessarily want to go back. And then once I did, I completely fell in love with it. Like, I love doing body wraps. I love doing body work. I love doing facials. The differences even in my own skin that I've seen since I've gone to aesthetic school was crazy. And then that's how I fell into microblading and meeting Alana. So, I don't know. I think that Heavenly Father had his own plans for me. And I just kind of have fallen into wherever he's guided me to. Yeah. Which has been awesome. I've really loved my journey. Artistically, I think it's been a lot of fun to kind of have a little... A little play here and there. So, Alana, did she go to school with you? Is that where you met her? Well, yes and no. So, her daughter, Shelby, was an aesthetics instructor. Shelby's been on the podcast before, if you guys listen to her episode. And um, I knew, I had heard about pre-seed brows. I had seen them on Instagram before, but I didn't, brows are never my thing. Yeah. Until they became my thing, if that makes sense. And it was because of Alana. So I ended up taking my initial microblading training that I got wasn't my favorite. And then I went and took one with Alana. And it was completely mind-blowing. I was like, oh. I had worked for Anastasia Beverly Hills, so I knew how to shape. So I Uh was like, I already thought I was hot. Shit. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I already thought I was good at what I did. But then I took hers and I was like, I had never thought of that. Like her illusions training oh, she when it comes very to shaping. She does. And I had never thought about that. So there are clients that I had that were like, oh, I always feel like this one's off. And I was like, nah, you're tripping. But then <laughs> after like taking her training, I was like, no, they are. And then when microblading came into fa- and, uh, effect and it was because something that my clientele was asking for, they were, they would tell me I'm not taking brows or I don't want to do this service until you do it. And every visit they would come to, they would say, so are you microblading yet? <laughs> and I would just got to the point where I was like, all right, I'm going to do it. Finally. Finally. And no, with Alana, I, it was awesome. Like we met through there. I worked at her salon. I got to know her and her work ethic is incredible. She, when she's not in the salon, she's working in the business. Like she's a nonstop worker or she's traveling or she's doing private trainings or, you know, I feel bad because now I, I, I work for her and I'm always like, Hey, guess what? I booked you. <laughs> guess <laughs> where I'm more work. you. Yeah. But it's been a, it's been an amazing journey to grow artistically. Cause I thought when I, when I had originally trained with Anastasia, that was, that was amazing. When I went into aesthetic school, I got a different perspective and that was amazing as well, but it was only heightened until I came into pre because it's a different way of looking at this, at the, a facial structure mm-hmm. that I don't think a lot of people understand. Oh, no. It, like, blew my mind when I took that training. And I had taken 
several microblading trainings that never covered no, they shaping don't. like this. They really don't. And I think that's something that's really key. And we like to discount it when it's in-person training. Our online course is like is $4.99. But if you come to an in-person, it's less than half. It's like 200 Yeah. And if we travel, sometimes we like to give an extra discount. Um, we just, we know that people invest in their education and sometimes they travel to us or they come. So we want to make sure that you guys are taken care of, but it's, it's a unique training. It's nothing, it's nothing that's out there on the market. Oh, absolutely not. So it's an original approach. And I think that that's because my art, my artistry grew with her. I was like, I want to rock with this lady forever just because it's, and it continues to grow. She'll come downstairs when we're working and she'll be like, guess what I found out? Did you know this ingredient? Or, you know, she's, she really is amazing. She's an amazing lady. She is amazing. So this is Maddie. I, we recorded this whole podcast and we were getting through the end and I saw that my laptop was dying. And so I plugged my phone in or my laptop in and it erased our whole podcast. And then my client got here. So I was just doing a client, but now I'm back. Welcome. Midway through, <laughs> but we already did a full podcast, so I feel like I kind of... Did you guys talk about the same things? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. You okay. know what's going on. Okay. So, um, I heard you guys talking about the Brow, ba- pro- brow Babes program. Program. But explain to our listeners, because we took a pre training in September last year and became Brow Babes, and that was one thing that really stood out to us with pre is the... is the continued support that you guys showed to us and to all your brow babes. So explain what a brow babe is and how you can become a brow babe. Perfect. So when you take a shaping course with Precy Brows, you automatically become a brow babe. If you want to become a brow babe, that's what we require is just a shaping course because our shaping method is really our baby, Alana's baby. So we, we, it comes with a lot of different benefits. We give you 30% off year round, all of our products to be able to support your business. Mm -hmm. And then any, any class that you take, you only purchase it once. And then you're always welcome back as a refresher for continual education, because you guys know you take a class and then you come in a next time and you learn something new or different. Yeah. And we like to cap our classes to smaller groups. I know that in our industry, it's kind of common to like pack a room or, you know, Mm -hmm. get a crowd going. But we really believe in individual education. So we keep our classes small so you guys can get your questions answered so you feel that support even during the trainings. So after the trainings, when you're a brow babe, if you have questions about pigment, shaping, clients, forms, um, our product knowledge, we want to make sure that we're there to support you because we, we don't believe that your training should stop or your education should stop after you've taken a course with us. We want to be there for support because so many of us have had trainings in the past and then whenever we've reached out for support or help, it's kind of like we meet a wall. Mm-hmm. We want to be able to open a door and say, come on in. What do you need help with? How can we help you? So for us, it's really important to, to help you keep growing in the industry. Yeah. So that's how you become a bra babe. You take a shaping course. We welcome you in. And then you're always welcome back. And we want to be your support. Yeah. And you Pl- guys are awesome at it. Plus the retreat. Are you guys still doing that next year? Yes. We are holding a retreat this year. We are doing a couple different things that are going to be a little bit different. Our first retreat we held in Las Vegas. We had a couple different classes. So this year we, we definitely want to continue with that. But then 
we're bringing in a couple little surprises too, and we we, we wanted to feel like a, re, a a business retreat, uh-huh. but not a business retreat. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We're gonna <laughs> surprise you guys. We have a lot of fun stuff in the works. It was so really, really fun excited. last year. I'm excited for this one. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was definitely an experience, and to be able to get to know bra babes from across the countries, and then we've had babes that that came to trainings who came to the retreat as well, which was amazing. I mean, we just want to grow, keep growing in the industry and supporting all of our all of our girls to get to where they want to be with their own. I mean, as a business owner, I think that you guys can relate to to turning around or maybe needing a lending hand or advice or about anything in our industry and maybe meeting get meeting a wall mm-hmm. and yeah. being like, where do I go or who can I ask about this? For us, I think it's really important. And it, this is and this is coming from Alana. It's super important for us to be able to nourish those relationships and see you grow as artists, to elevate your artistry and to elevate the industry as a whole. So for us, I think it's it's all about growing growth. Yeah. No, totally though. I like that's one thing that stands out with the company and all of the educators and all your whole team. So supportive. So just on it it seems like we're all nerds we're all like huggy nerds too (laughs) but we love it we love what we do and we want to we want to help people just continue in this industry and keep loving it and keep growing yeah so i totally recommend looking up is it just precybrows.com yep it's precybrows.com and looking into taking one of their courses because first of all they're very inexpensive compared to other courses in the industry and they're amazing. Like the knowledge, it's so comprehensive and it's really, really worth it. Yeah. We, we really wanted to give it a certain price tag because we understand that you guys invest so much in your education year round. We want to be able to make it very fair and then to be a continual support. So we want to continue to be there after. So when we have new ones, you can come again. Yay. It's Yay. not like you broke the bank. Yeah. <laughs> okay, thank you so much for hanging out with us today and re-recording this twice. <laughs> you guys are so welcome. I love being up here. That was fun. Oh, yes. She even drove in the snow. <laughs> nope, I tracked it up here. Oh, you did? There's no way I'm getting in a car like this. No, oh no, 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 no. Gosh, did you know that? <laughs> no, I didn't know that. <laughs> I, no, Genius. I have a fear of, like, driving in snow. Yeah. No. And did you Uber here or did you take... Uh, no, nope. I just got off of Ninth, and then I came, walked right over. I have a friend. Oh my gosh, I would have picked you shop. up. No, no, no. I okay. And this is the thing. I know a lot of people um maybe don't know this, but I love walking. Like I get so busy during my days. There's parts of my days where I really don't get to walk around or get very physically active. Mm-hmm. So I go on long walks all the time. Like I will walk to Target. I'll walk to the library. Like I will walk anywhere, and I'll plug in. I'll get like an audiobook going or something. Like for me, that's my me time. Mm-hmm. So whenever I can get me time in, I'm like the hand said, like leave me alone. I'm going <laughs> on a walk, and it's kind of funny because sometimes people will know, will will see me, and I I always tell people if you see me, don't honk because it one it freaks me out. <laughs> Two, I don't have my glasses on proper probably, and I can't. I don't know who it is, so I'm just gonna give you an awkward like hi, and, like walk faster because I don't know if you're a creep or a friend. But no, I love it. It's like my thing. That's like kind of weird. <laughs> well, I'm glad you got some me time. It's weird in a snowstorm, but well, yeah, I'm glad you got some me time. I've become like this weird Utah girl where I like hate the snow, but I have good Tims and I won't slip. They and keep fall you warm. Anymore. Um, yeah. Okay, so where can everyone find you on Instagram? 
I my Instagram handle is amr underscore precy brows. That's my professional page. It's being revamped. <laughs> and then my personal account is just Alma Madison. You guys can follow me there. So make sure you guys check her out. And Precy Brows on Instagram is Precy Brows. Yep, just at Precy Brows. Come and follow us. Yes. P R E C I S. P R E C I S. While you're at it, check us out at Beauty Mavens Collective, and we will see you next week. XO Beauty Mavens. Mavens.